Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Ed Hip. And I'm Sincerely Jasmine, and you are now tuned in to Cultural Behavior on, on Water Ice Radio. Radio. Y'all, I'm your girl, Sincerely Jasmine. And I'm your boy, Ed Hip. And we are here, back at Cultural Behavior. Um, today, we're joined by Leno. Welcome, bro. Honored to be here. Honored to be here with Mr. Ed and Jasmine. It's always a pleasure to come share your story, so I'm thankful to be here today. Thank you. Thank you for Glad taking the time you, out to, to sit with us, pull up a seat with us this week. Um, so me and Leno, like, we met, uh, done a lot of events together, mm-hmm. seen each other at a lot of different colleague-related events. He spoke at my blend mixer, which was dope. Dope event. Um, so he definitely has a story to share. Uh, tell us a little bit about you, what you do. Uh, you want the life story or like just a little bit? Start wherever, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, um, um, I grew up on 60th Street. You know, my mom was deported when I was four years old. My father suffered from drug addiction. And, you know, growing up, you know, you're in the hood. You you, you battle with constant dif- different things in the hood. You know, you know, different, a lot of different mixed emotions in the hood. A lot of violence. I grew up on 60th Street. West Philadelphia. Um, <clears throat> I went to school, you know, didn't really take school too serious. You know, went to college, almost got kicked out. You know, graduated my associate's degree, came to Philly, got back in a little mix I wasn't supposed to get into, went to Temple. Temple, I'm like, damn, like, how am I going to help my community now? Like, I mm-hmm. faced all this stuff, beat all these battles. How can I help now? Right, right. Not even with no money, like poor, poor college student, tons of debt, you know, no job. I'm like, damn, like, what am I going to do to help? And, um, you know, I came with this idea out at church Easter Sunday, first time in church and, you know, God knows when. And I feel like my pastor and God was speaking to my pastor, like, yo, like, I want you to do something to help the kids in the community. But I want you to use Overcame because Overcame really started as a rap group. Like, really? oh wow! Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Wait, hold on. That, that's amazing. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yep. Start there. Yes. Rewind. We're gonna come yeah, back to we Easter Sunday. Like, We're yeah. gonna come back to Easter Sunday. It started yep. as a rap group. Yeah, man. So you was a rapper? No, no, no. I was not the rapper. I was. I, I like to play with my friends. I was like the Diddy of my group. Okay. Wow. Trying to organize and like really make them structured, more structured. Cause like we had, I feel like we had some good rappers you know we have photographers we have people like ambition enough to like do a clothing with the apparel right. and collective collective gotcha. like all everybody from my block like 60th street in the O, like my block my hood we call it 60th street the O. so i'm like damn we're gonna use overcame to like uh, you know the concept of name. brandon yeah brandon like i'm that. like yeah the O, we're gonna use overcame and we're gonna we're gonna change the narrative of 60th street and how we overcome our overcome like being in this hood okay but I had these damn meetings. No one came. That's how everybody, it be in the beginning. Bro, everybody wanted to rap. Everybody wanted to listen to advice. But nobody came to the meetings. The table's like this. Mm. Just me, like one person. And I'm like, church came. I'm like, rap group done. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't a rapper. I can't rap. I'm not right. going to be like, did he get people to write for right. me? <laughs> no. Did he do a hell of a job? But it just wasn't for me. Right. But, you know, Easter Sunday, you know, it was like, God was like, yo, like, this is what it is. You got the name, but I want you to really impact the kids in the church. I'm telling you, like, I was not a church boy at first. Mm. Now, like, if you look at my story, I'm church every Sunday, boy, mm. Bible plan. You know, it's, right. like, really structured now. Like, I thought you was, plan. like, brought up in a church I mean, just I based off of our, like, social media interactions yeah, and everything. Was. I mean, I was, like, everybody <laughs> was. Like, you got that grandma. Right. You know what I'm saying? Church every Sunday. Aunt, church every Sunday. Once you hit 15, it's like, 
I ain't going to right. church, Grandma. Like, I'm going to let you do that. Pray for me. Right. Go there. I'm going to rip and run these streets. The pray for yeah, me. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hit it with the pray for, for me. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to the praying grandmoms and mothers. Yeah. We need a word, them. A word, a word. So I got a question. Um, so, like, how do you define creativity? Um, I think all of us are cre- creative. Like, I'm not the most creative person when it comes to, like, art and everything. Mm. But I think I'm a concept genius. <laughs> like, okay. I'm going to be honest. I feel like concept is, like, where I get my creativity from. I'm really good with campaigns. I feel like it's like science, right? So right. everything is science. Like everything, like you, you need science, right? Like right. everything is like real estate. This building, real estate. Mm-hmm. I think like that. But my creativity is in concepts. Like right now, we're in March, you know, and my event coming up now is March fourth. Mm-hmm. So March fourth, mm-hmm. typically we reach, we release our, um, we have our event March fourth, and you know the concept behind that is that it's march forward you know march 4th the only day on the calendar year that gives you a direction right so march forward you know january 1 is like our we have these objectives and these goals right but february 1 we're like man f- i can curse yeah. <laughs> no nah. all right no curse but it's like yo like february 1st we like no nah, we you can't keep up yeah, yeah, yeah. but then march 4th comes like i want people to start understanding like yo this is the day the Just, calendar the tells calendar, you the, just the march, right, you know right. what I'm saying? That's that's the whole concept. I got a few more concepts. We got a concept we want to work on too. Mm. And um, I feel like I'm like on my Kanye when it comes to concepts, bro. I have I like you. another idea that I'm really trying <laughs> to develop now in Curie, and I'm trying to like put the pe- people in place to help me like right. deliver the concept as okay. well. So creativity is like science to answer the question. Bro. I never heard that. One. Yeah, I think that was great. People usually relate like business to math right. and like you know numbers, but I for science, that's right. very. Right, like, right. But you also dropped some big names. You really, you literally compared yourself in the last couple minutes to Diddy and Kanye. So with creativity, you obviously put yourself on a pedestal and and have that confidence in your execution. And I'm sure that you you see that success in your career Mm -hmm. and in your foundation. Um, So so with that, like, what do you feel like with confidence? How does confidence play a role, not only in your life, but just in like entrepreneurship? I think like if your voice cracking in the meeting, like if my voice was cracking in here, y'all be like, body language like you know what i'm right. saying it, it's like presentation bro, i feel like bro every day i tell myself i'm the biggest mm-hmm. i don't care how much money i got into my pocket if i'm broke if i'm going through any type of depression anxiety i tell myself bro you the biggest you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying i think like even the name overcame like depression anxiety i'm sure like we in this room all battle right? right but the name is overcame you know what i'm saying it's like right. claiming and speaking into existence right. because like the things we speak is the things we're going to see and i think it's very powerful you know to look like lead, like leaders like you know i, I like i like my I like jay-z mm-hmm. you know i love his moves so i'm like yo i'm, I'm the next hole i don't right. rap but his moves they're gonna be like yo he remind me a whole right. bit I get it. and like with the concepts like, i love kanye even though he going through his situation you know but creativity i feel like we can't take nothing from him it's, he's a mad scientist right. you know i seen him a few weeks on on instagram like with the choir and they were doing jesus walk. that was crazy that was crazy Bro. I seen on the, on on the, the plane, plane too. right? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it was on the plane too. Oh, I, like I didn't see the plane. I, I don't think I saw the one you talking about with okay. Jesus walks, but he was he had like a plane full of like all of these like amazing like black singers. Yeah. Like it had to be like a 
choir and mm-hmm. they was all singing it was like right. literally crazy he was like exactly. this is soul playing like right, this right. the real soul playing that's playing. tough right that's tough i mean come crazy. on like that that's something that you can expect from our community mm-hmm. you know what i mean we don't necessarily have to still be in the hood mm-hmm. to just randomly jump out singing something right. everybody coming along right. you know what i mean because think about it like if they wasn't on a private plane or something that would have been considered ghetto right like, all these black people Words. yelling and screaming yep. and this is that but it was dope enough to go mm-hmm. viral because it was Kanye and yeah. because of where they were right. right you know what I mean and I think that that speaks of his confidence right and I think like Diddy is confident you know anything because like you know having a product or a service you know you put yourself at a vulnerable situation like For poets sure. I love poets right because they're really putting their their emotions on to the world mm-hmm. and like artists they putting on all this passion on a record anything like artists painters whatever you do right you're like if you have an event or you, you know anything you do you put yourself at a vulnerable situation because right. like if you fail it's like whoa no one came to my event right no one's listening to my music and like my confidence like my event i feel like it's going to be the biggest if one person come my flight like yo you were the only person supposed to be here right and we gonna vibe out to whatever you know so much go on and um I think once I came to that decision, it was like life started happening for me. You know, you know, I've been very fortunate. Like I come from the hood, PHA homes, fixed income family, to be able to speak around the world, bro. It's like, bro, I never would have thought this would be happening. Right, and right. being here before y'all, like, bro, we downtown, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and we wouldn't even speak much on where we at. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sorry to drop the location, like, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. downtown yeah. Philly, you know, definitely, it's definitely. You know? Where's some of the places that you travel to? Um, I've had the uh, opportunity to speak in Toronto at a Black Male International Coalition on wow. Black Male Engagement um, mm. and sharing a perspective about inner city trauma. Uh, my, 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 I bring a different perspective of being African American. Like, mm. I'm half Japanese. I don't know anyone on my Japanese side. I've been, my mom deported four years old, you know? Mm. So I bring a dynamic up to the conversation like, hey, you was raised by a black family. You, you've been disowned from a Japanese side, but in the hood, you know, I was the I was the Chinese boy. Right. Yo, Leno, we about to go to your mom's yeah, store. Yeah, like, yeah. like it's jokes, get, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And then you go to like I went to like I went to a school in Upper Darby, you know. Mm. You know, they, my folks thought it was a better school, but it was the same stuff. So I went to Upper Darby High and everything, but but it was predominantly white. Right. And then you get treated like an African American, so it's like where you get that acceptance. So I, right. I share a different narrative than most. But um, you know, I went, I spoke there in an international coalition curriculum. If I'm saying the word word right, mm-hmm. um, I had the opportunity to speak in St. Thomas. Um, oh wow! I had the opportunity to spend in Bahamas. I'm being invited to speak. Uh, I was supposed to go to Ireland this year to speak, but um, school kind of messed it up, and you know, I had to get my degree. You know, more opportunities are coming now. Right, but right. I'm just very, very fortunate with like you know, share story. I gotta. A TED Talk coming up soon, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. Goals. Getting a TED Talk is one of my biggest goals. (laughs) You guys let me know. I'll definitely come to that. Yeah, already. You know, once you come here, we we consider you cousins. Right, we cousins now. (laughs) Now we cousins after this. Okay, that's a fact. That's a fact. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break right now, though. We here with our bro, Leo. Leno, Leno. Leno, sorry about that, bro. (laughs) Sincerely, Jasmine. We'll We'll be be back. back. All right. You are now back to cultural behavior, and we are here with Leno. Uh, right before we went into our break, I was just looking. So we got this little PowerPoint here. Um, 
where is this speaking engagement? It looks like it's like a university or something. Yeah, I, I was um, actually doing a commencement speech okay. uh, for Argosy University. Um, man, it was like very humbling to be on that stage because I just graduated four months ago prior to the commencement. So I'm sitting at my Temple Auditorium during the commencement. I'm looking like, yo, I wonder if I could be a commencement speaker. And like literally two months later, I got the call like, hey, would you want to come speak? Wow. You know, it was like, me? Like, <laughs> you know, I, I sit in my bio, I spend in my story, and they're like, yeah, we would love to have you. And wow. um, you know, you, you walk into this beautiful, and I spoke at the Warner Theater, one of the most historic, one of the most historic, uh, you know, um, event spaces mm -hmm. in DC. And it's just like, you see a name on that chart, like Leonard Chester, it's like, whoa, you know? And then I go in there, they treat me really nice, put me in a nice hotel for the week, you know, took care, well, really good care of me. And then you meet the president of the, the, you know, the university, and then you walk in with the, the president and the people that are like faculty and staff, and I'm mm -hmm. the second person in line. Mm -hmm. And like, it was just a so real moment because I literally just graduated right, right. to be on that stage. And, you know, I'm very fortunate to be, you know, where I am today. Cause like, you would have told me when I was 16, you know, you know, I probably thought I was on, on my way to jail or in jail or working a, you know, not regular nine yeah. to five. And even though I do have a regular nine to five, but to, to, to be able to share your story right. and be comfortable to share the, the trauma that I went through is like, it's humbling and also it's rewarding because I'm helping people cope with their their pain, you know, their right. their pain and their their depression, and you know how do we overcome that? You know, right. and it's, it's just humbling. And that was like a stint that like, yo, Leno, you walk in and you're perfect because right. like, you, you and you're a symbol of hope. I'm not, I don't matter of fact, I'm not a symbol of hope, and I don't want people to think like, yo, if Leno could do it, you know, I can too. Right. It's really about like decision making. You know, I I just want to be a hope for decision making, and like you make that decision you can do some amazing stuff with it because like I'm not a simple hope because like that's not what I'm pushing yeah yeah but decision making is like the word I want to use like yo if he could do it I can make a decision bro I can do that too yeah yeah know? inspiration yeah. more than anything yeah so like what did that moment what do you feel like that moment prepared you for like right after that what did you dive into because of that I started really working on my speeches a little bit more you know I'm developing like more content for speeches because like literally I would literally go places and just freestyle it, you right. know, like, because I had, like, because, bro, like, my story is, is like, very different, mm -hmm. you know, mother deported, Hiroshima, lived down, like, literally lived down the street, like, when we were younger, got the phone call, having a baby by a black American, yo, you gotta get rid of him, or have him, or we disown you, she had me, raised me to four, deported, went to, mom went to jail, um, family disowner, then the family let her let her back in the family. She had to let me go. So it's like mm. the story is That's crazy, deep. you know. Yeah. So I used to just freestyle, and people were like, whoa. And now I have a concept, you know. I have like a, I, I tell my story in bad weather. I talk about weather, and I'll give you guys a little bit. So I talk about inner city, right? So I I tell it through third person. <clears throat> And it's really like the snow of lack of resources because like when it snows, you get stuck in, in our communities, right? Right. I talk about the raining of drug addiction. You know, you think about the rain, you think about when it's really pouring outside, everyone's getting wet. You think about the crack epidemic in the 80s and early 90s, or you think about the opioid epidemic today right. in our communities, they're right. getting wet. 
I talk about the heat of heat of um, gun violence in the communities. In the summertime, more people are shot, more mm-hmm. people are aggravated in the summertime. And I talk about the winter mass incarceration in my community. Mm-hmm. When people were getting, when it's people, cold. when, when people yeah. went, was, when that wind came, everybody's getting locked up. Mm-hmm. And I talk about the uh, the Helen of single mothers fixing, uh, uh, raising families on fixed income. And then it's like, dear Mother Nature, right. I pray for better weather soon, you know. And it's the concept, after I developed that concept, it got rolling, you know. Right. Now the TED Talk is coming, now it's like, you can, you can come to St. Thomas again, you can come here. Right. And it's just like, really, God, bro, like, God is really working in yeah. me and using my story. Because, like, when I was younger, I'm like, damn, my mom disowned me. Like, she don't even care about me. But now, like, after I just, like, God in my life and, like, start sharing my story, I got a whole different perspective because... Right. When she had me, she was living really, really well. And um, she had me and then sacrificed that lifestyle to have me raise me to four years. She knew the, the repercussions and what was coming with that. Like, mm. you're not going to have no money. You got to live on in the hood. My mom lived right. in the hood for four years. On 60s, you think, coming from Japan, rich family, coming downtown. Down, we live right next to Capitol Grill, where they did, mm. my pop. And then all that's taken away. Now you smack dab and I you gotta start different, over. Bro. It's it's different. different. So I came to that conclusion. I'm like, yo, I, I like I appreciate my mom. Like I owe her the world. She ain't I ain't seen her mom in twenty two years. But if I seen her today, it'd be like, yo, I owe you the world. Right, just right. for that sacrifice. You feel me? Sure. That's major, yeah. bro. That's definitely and you major. definitely got a, a story this yeah. year. Um and it's crazy, like you done been out the country, international yeah. like I didn't know that like all these international yeah. Uh, places speaking, telling your story. So it's great right. that you're actually getting it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> not only because it needs to be out there, but also showing that you're not a product of your environment, yeah. um, which I think is very important. Uh, you know, I can say we probably all come from the hood or engage with people right. who come from the hood mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. And 90% of those people are still in the hood mm-hmm. and they go lie in the hood. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, like I sad. never really saw myself as a product of my environment. Obviously you didn't either. Like, so right. what's the importance of like, you know, that separation? Like, how do you, how do you build that separation first and foremost? Right. How did you make that separation of, you know, mm-hmm. you and your bros or, you know, taking that level up? You know, it, the separation is kind of hard. Like, you know, cause I like, you know, I, like, I still ride through sometimes, but, the dialogue is much different now. Right. Like we right. can't even talk about things. Like, all we can do is right. reminisce, you know? And it's sad because I love them dudes, you know? Like, we went through, we fought together, we cried together, we scrambled for meals together. Now it's just like, yo, like, it gotta make sense because I'm gonna have kids soon. You know, I'm 26. I'm thinking, like, yo, like, what, what conversation am I gonna have that's gonna have, that's gonna be beneficial? So I, I hang around people that's, you know, I'm the dumbest person, you know, I love being the dumbest person so I can soak up the information right. about mentors that I hang out around with. I also have people that like Jasmine around me, you know, that are doing amazing work where I could just look at them. Even if I'm not talking to you on the phone, I could just see you on social media. And I mute a lot of people on social media. I might follow you. <laughs> Shout out to that bro, button though. Bro, <laughs> I, I love that a button. a lot of people because like that content you be putting out, and like some of my homies, it's just toxic. It's toxic. I hate when I see twerking on Instagram. You mute it from the. I unfollow people, and it's, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> to cut you off, but it's like that. That really, you really touched me there because it's like I don't follow 
a lot of people. I don't follow a lot of people that, like, you know, I was once friends with Mm -hmm. or, you know, even people that I might still be friends with um, because of the content that they post. And it's not, it's no hard feelings. It's just, like, I just don't want to see. I can't relate to that type of content. So that's a start in making that separation. You got to protect your own self. You know, you got to protect your own mentality. You know what I mean? Sometimes, say if you wake up and you're feeling real creative, Mm -hmm. you get on on Instagram and all you see your gangbanging friends holding guns, just like, sheesh. Now, you know, my whole mentality is changing around right. you know what I mean it, yeah. it's bad and what trips me up is like the smoking on IG like showing us that you got all this weed and you got all these backwards right like, it'd be like come on okay like, we get we, it we know you get high right. <laughs> like we got you like you know and I really like really try to channel what I'm what I, what I what I like to see like I love seeing like black millennials like really thriving like even some of my white friends I like to see them thrive you know I follow people that work out I'm in the gym now you know, um, I'm just investing in my time with like people that are really like moving, mm-hmm. you know, like that I can get inspired from. If I, Cause like really inspiration and the idea is like, you, you got an idea, you got an idea. And I'm like inspired and it's me kind of like taking from you, taking from you and putting my twist to it. Right. So I try to like follow people like that, you know, and get inspired. Cause like I, sometimes I'd be like, damn, I'm not feeling creative and I'm right. not really like artsy. You know, but I could follow like my homie Diamond, be like, oh, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, you know, get my concepts because, like, bro, I feel like concepts is my thing. And um, you know, I'm just gonna keep developing good content. Yeah, and, and I think like now more so is like I'm really gonna start like having like campaigns throughout the year, not just in March, mm-hmm. but like really like throughout the year. Like now, like, like I'm trying to like record every step, you know, of my right, life. Like right. I said, I'm now recording me in the gym. I'm recording like my daily life because like I feel like somewhere somewhere someone could be like okay you I can relate yeah yeah you know what I'm saying? Right. For sure and they feel like it also makes people feel like they're getting closer to you mm-hmm. as they follow your journey on Instagram right you know what I mean because that's one thing that we didn't have back in the day like we liked celebrities but we didn't know what they did this morning right, right. you know but now we know DJ now we can see stay in the gym bro he's you know so I mean? inspirational yeah you know what I mean we know that now. for sure that's lit. I have a question though. Like, do you ever hide like anything that you feel inside of your concepts that you don't want to verbally say on Instagram? Anything, anywhere you Hold create. On, say that one more time. Do you ever hide like your con- like anything yeah, like, like messages yeah, inside of your concepts? Yeah, like I, I hide like if. Hold on, just to clarify, am I hiding like my like my concept or things that I'm working? Like hidden on? messages, whatever. Sometimes I think my my message is pretty consistent, but I do hide like if I'm working on something. Like right now, I'm working on like three ideas. And I'm not letting no one know until, like, they're really thought out. Like, I have a really big concept that mm. I'm working on. And I think, like, honestly, this is going to be, like, the one, you know? Yeah. Like, over, like, Overcame was a concept. We didn't really release it until, like, it was ready, you know? And I'm the hype one, too. Like, I'm like, yo, let's go. Like, and then people, like, I have a team. Overcame is, like, a team of five, six. Mm. And I'm, I'm not the boss. Like, it's very clear on the team that we're all leaders at that table. Like, you could tell me what to do, like, yeah. Like, one day I didn't want to have this event. And they voted me out, you know? And I'm like, cool. Like, that's what is here. That's why this, right. this format isn't. Because, like, I don't believe in the boss mentality, even though, like, I am a boss. But I'm Hank. Like, if I'm working with you, you're a boss. Right. And it's like, we all at the table. Like, Leno, I have great ideas, but you don't have the final say. And I'm so happy about that. Right. right. At least you know you're not around yes, man. Yeah, bro. They they get under my skin. They curse <laughs> me out. Call me all types of names. And... But, you know, one thing I came up with, the argument, like, arguments are good, right? People, like, have this bad definition or a bad persona of arguments, but arguments show that you care, right. you know? And 
once me and my team had an argument, and not my team, the team, you know, I found out that we all care about the overall goal of overcame. Right. So, yeah. And that, that whole name, though, you know, I didn't even think that. I didn't put it into that yeah, perspective. Yeah, when I was looking into it, I'm like, first of all, this was something music related. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Like, that's Even with you going right back now. to 60th Street and the O, like, yeah. it's crazy how it all came together. Right. And even when you're saying, like, you wanted to speak at a graduation, two months later, you spoke at a graduation. It's just crazy <laughs> right. how, like, speaking things into the universe and creating you know like creating that that energy and like just living in that purpose is is gonna happen so i think that's dope um i also thought it was important that you said like you're not the boss taking the mentality i think any good leader or any good boss is like you you show you work with other like-minded individuals but you also show them the way you know like you're not just like oh i'm trying to tell you what to do it's like we all work together um to kind of accomplish the same goal right because right. y'all have to have mm-hmm. that in common, if nothing else. You know, that's like me and you coming together. If exactly. we don't want to sit with people like bro right here, then why are we doing it? You exactly. Know I mean? We got to be, be on a, it has to be a common ground. So. Always, always. So I have a question. Like, how did you feel about the TED Talk invite? Bro, that's I know you how were screaming. How did that happen? Yeah, yeah that, how did that happen? It was like, it was surreal. Like, still to this day, I feel like, wow, I'm doing a TEDx. It's TEDx Temple. So TED Talk, but it's, it's TEDx. And then, like, when I read the email, I'm like, damn, life is really happening. Like, right. this is, like, really walking into your purpose. Like, bro, I'm from, like, I'm from the hood. hood. <laughs> like, oodles and noodles, you know, right, canned right. food. Like, you know, like, my grandma made it work. But I'm really, like, walking in my purpose. And, like, bro, like, that tag talk was an invite was, like, God was, like, yo, like, keep doing what you're doing. Stay right. consistent. Remain humble. Like, I didn't even put mm-hmm. it on social media, you know, because like I just I just want to have that for myself right now until like everybody right. you know see it. Like I told about, I mean, I told people that I know and I'm mm-hmm. sharing it with y'all, but no one on social media knows. Like I seen people that from Temple posting it, mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm congratulating them because like I'm letting them have their moment. Right. And it's like for me, it's a really accomplishing moment for me. So I'm trying to keep it for myself right now. Right. You should be like, selfish and, and with it. Genuinely really like soak it in until like, all right, it's time for like everyone to know. Cause like, right. I feel like I move too hype sometimes. <laughs> like some of my clothes from like, yo, you be too hype. Cause I'm so <laughs> charged. You need that. And um, now I'm trying to like, really like watch how I move. Like this year right. for me, not to go off topic, it's like, I feel like my whole life to this point, I was running in the same space, same mm-hmm. spot. Now I'm trying to like really work calculated. You know, if I'm doing this and I'm giving you my time, and I'm not doing it with intent, but I have to do it like, cause time is of the essence. And now I'm, I'm trying to like move, like move differently. Cause like last year I was, it was like one of my most successful years, like speaking, like mm-hmm. 15,000 people, 50 speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, what did you do with that 15? Like okay. I, I don't even have 15,000 followers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah. you know, it's like it's about that reach. Though. I gotta make, I gotta make sure that the content I'm, I'm, I'm putting out is, is strong. Right. I gotta make sure my, my concepts are stronger than before, and my message has to be consistent. So like now, you see me on social media, like the message is consistent, even though it always has been. But I'm not trying to run in place no more. That's financially, spiritually, mm. everything. Like everything has to take a step up now. You know, and gotcha. like last year, 2018 was like running in place. Now we're trying to hit the ground, really running this year. And the test talk was like, God, thank you, bro. <laughs> right. Bro, I know I would have still been screaming. Yeah, I'm still, like, I'm still, like, shocked, bro. Still shocked. We're going to take a quick break. Stay tuned. Okay.
Hey y'all, we are back to cultural behavior, and I am about to put Leno on a hot seat. Um, oh we've been talking all this fun business stuff. So, um, as a male, and I'm not going to make this only about men, but we're going to start there. As a male who uh, has so much going on, you wear a lot of hats. You're traveling. You're speaking. You just graduated school, so you're like super busy. You have a lot of friends, personal life. How is maintaining? personal life business and like you know dating relationships it's interesting it's interesting um i have a lot of fun you know a lot like, of fun i have some fun um <laughs> yeah i'm single you know but you know dating mixed of like having all this going on is really hard right, right. it's hard to like build that stability with someone because they want to really get to know you intimately mm -hmm. And it's like, bro, I got I got stuff to do. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's hard. You right. know, it's hard dating because like people really want to get you on an intimate level, but you like you gotta go to work. You know, like you gotta go to another job and you gotta go speak. So it's hard. You know, it's hard. You know, because right. like honestly, I do want to. I want. I would like a chick, but being busy really showed me the type of girl I really want. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, bro. Like Perfect I know sense. I want someone that's like doing her own thing. You know for sure. Um, I'm not looking for, you know, a chick to just spoil you, you know, even though, you know, I, you know, I want to give my girl what, what she wants, what she deserves, but I'm not looking for that girl that just wants the bag, you know, wants the red <laughs> bottom, you know, and I was right, at that right. point for a while, I wanted a trophy, I'm like, hold on, for real, I don't even have trophy money, <laughs> you know, you definitely gotta have money for that, you gotta have money, and, um, you know, so now I want someone that's like really hardworking, really right. ambitious, that um, has like goals, objectives, and you know, someone that I could like really be vulnerable with because you know, through all this grinding, like you get a lot of different feelings, and like being a nonprofit, being around kids all day, you see like you see them in act, but you also see the family interaction mm -hmm. with the family. So it's just like so much trauma in that. And I, I work with kids like pretty much all day. I teach during the day, do consulting at a nonprofit through through the night, well, to six. And then I have to do my own thing, and that's really with kids as well. So it's like you taking three variables of like, you know, three circles of like kids and families, and right. you got to take that home. So it's like I want someone that's like just like me in the sense of being busy, and like when we have time together, we gonna like appreciate it to the fullest. Right. And like one thing I don't, I don't, I don't like being smothered. Like I hate being <laughs> smothered. Um, because like I got a lot of stuff going on. Right. I was about right. to let one go. <laughs> got a lot of stuff Nothing going go. on. And um, you know, with women, I love women. Like you got, we said earlier, is Women Appreciation Month. And um, I seen a lot of beautiful women on my Instagram yesterday. You know, I had a few <laughs> few new followers yesterday. <laughs> All right. Shout out yep. to the Women's History Month love. Like it's definitely been a lot of love uh, for no. Women's History Month. So I didn't even dope. know it existed. Until yeah, this year. yeah, like March is like it's crazy because obviously it's something like it's a yearly thing. But like this year, I noticed like social media mm -hmm. and just like general support. People texting me like I'm just like wow, the, like yeah. natural support of like women supporting women and men supporting women as well has been like really there this month so shout out to y'all for supporting us and shout out to the girls for supporting the girls right and i think that we need that like you know for the culture because like like historically like growing up or like you know women always want to be the top one like of course. it's like competition like if her hair not right she's mm -hmm. not you know she's yeah. not right and i think yesterday was like a sign like yo like we could do this together you know we don't have to like bitter and be bicker with each other and i think it's cool for men to support that as well just to acknowledge the fact that hey, like, 
women are the backbones for our, right. our neighborhoods and our families and, and a lot of our businesses as well yeah. guys <laughs> and they don't really want credit like some women want credit but a lot of women are like behind the scenes and that's right. so humble and i admire women like without me without a woman I, we wouldn't be here like no one would be here right and yesterday was like so dope because you know i seen a lot of beautiful women on my timeline a lot of hard work on my timeline right and um, you know, just to see women support women, and also like seeing um, Forbes, like I know it's probably old, but like Forbes put out that um, Black African American women are like the highest um, rate of like entrepreneurship. Yeah, but, definitely um, still a top fact. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen anything that like challenged it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And if you look at it, it's getting the numbers increasing. And also uh, graduating college as well, yeah, as yeah. far as That's attaining thing, degrees, right. Black women are. Um, right one of the top groups of uh, people attaining mm-hmm. higher education. So right. shout out to us. And then you yeah. see it, like you, you read the paper, but you know, I think I've been seeing it. Like Right, going, actually seeing yeah, it. Yeah, like I see you on the gram. I see like friends like Diamond, Keyshawn, uh, a lot of my other female friends, like like Maui killing it, you know what I'm saying? For sure. And it's like, like if women can support each other, like through all the like catty stuff they do, men can help support each other and not want to be so dominant. So everything, like, trickles down. So, you know, women are dope. You know, I love That women. was low-key shade, but I'm going to take Yo, it. Was, I'm going to take it. You said, well, all the catty stuff that they do, but I'm, I'm, you, just, I'm not disagreeing. You're right. I'm going to take the compliment with the shade. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, you know, men, too, like, we, we, we always want to be number one. Yeah, for sure. You want to be the, the, the alpha male. We want to be the alpha male. Be the bigger name, the biggest ego in the room. And right. that always happens when you're doing creative stuff. Right. Which leads me to my next question. Would you want your ideal female to be involved in like the creative world or would you want her more regular nine to five nah we're not doing nine to five <laughs> no <laughs> okay. nine to fives no over nine here to fives. right like, right no nine to fives you know i want my my girl to be like me like bro we've been in this empire like jay-z and beyonce bro fix like bro like they are powerful like i'm sure like jay-z goes in his studio like, i'm gonna knock this out and be like no i said this way or like right. hove like or hove Telling Beyonce, no, use this melody. You know what I'm saying? Clearly, I think, like, she's a rapper now. Bro, <laughs> right. She raps she now. Raps now. <laughs> and she was like, her verse was hot. hot. It was good. <laughs> when she said free meek, I was like, word. Yo, I was I'm like, in the beehive now. Like, I'm serious. Like, that was so lit, bro. I'm like, listen, duh. No, but they obviously support each other's mm-hmm. career. That's definitely like a good like business. And a lot of couples right. celeb like obviously not to like idolize celebrity couples, but a lot of couples are making um, those like mm-hmm. power moves together, like even right. with Lauren London and Nipsey, like they dropped their feature. Right. I mm-hmm. thought it was a super dope mm-hmm. uh, magazine right. spread. Right. I'm not sure yeah, if you guys saw the editorial. It. it was so it. dope how he highlighted, uh, like, like kind of glorified and like romanticized uh, LA. Like you know what is it? Uh, I want to say Oakland. I, I don't know. Compton. Compton. Oh. Compton. I don't know. <laughs> Certain part of LA, but Compton. yeah, Compton. But he basically like you know or like something like yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not good. I never. Been to LA, (laughs) but either way, they was able to like you know make that look good. Like Mm -hmm. some of the roughest corners, some of the you know most known, Mm -hmm. hardest place to you know grow up in in um, California, and they made it look so romantic. Mm -hmm. So like even with just like his businesses and how they support each other, it's dope to just such a dope person. Yeah, he's dope. dope But since we like talking about like idolizing like couples bro like will smith and jada oh yes open, open my eyes to a whole communication different scenario true you know when they when will was like we're not married but we're life partners like she could do whatever she want to do 
not like that, but like, and I can do whatever yeah. I want. But when we land, we are together. And I think that's what I want. Like, I, w- I want to be married, but I really want to be life partners with someone. Right. Like, whether we up or down, right. it's like, yo, we're going to grip each other up by the arms and lock and really make this thing work. Because, like, that was, like, a dope concept to me. And, like, their red table talk thing. It um, was deep. Conversation was, like, amazing. Like, how they met, how he called her and was like, hey, are you seeing me, someone? She said, no. It's like, all right, you're seeing me. It was like, Okay. Right. He yeah. also talked about how they don't argue, which I thought was, yeah. like, so dope. Like, yeah. the way they communicate and, like, the way the level of communication they built. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's, like, definitely an ultimate goal in any mm-hmm. relationship, just having that, right. like, level of communication mm-hmm. where he, like, if I'm mad and she mad, we can go in a different room. Like, that's powerful. Right. Like, you know, just as humans in general, like, we are very emotional mm-hmm. and we want to get our emotions mm-hmm. out. So, to be able to be the bigger person in a relationship and right. say... We know how to just walk away and then come back together. Like, and what about the fact, like, when they went to see a therapist, the therapist said we've been together. They said we've been together seventeen years, and the lady was like, "You guys are just starting to know each other." Yep. And I was like, "Whoa, dang!" Like, y'all are just starting to know each other, and it's like, I feel like the relationships I weren't was in in the past. I feel like we thought we knew each other before we got together and I think we fell in love with the idea of each other, of each other. Yeah. and I feel like that's what a lot of this is happening now because like I see you working I'm working alright let's try this thing instead of like and genuinely getting to know each other on an intimate level and also a personal level like being friends first is like right. my, my thing right now I really want to before we like you know do all our, our thing you know I gotta really know like the intentions now how we moving and what's your goals and how can I feel like I can help you because like I feel like love can die off sometimes but if we chasing a goal together like starting a business together or starting a goal we will get high off of every time we hit a goal right. mm-hmm. and then we get that rush and be like that's why I fell in love with you right. I think like when, when I when I felt I was in love with a few people and this is no shit and great relationships <laughs> with all my with a few of my ex-girlfriends it went from all to few real quick. Yeah, I, <laughs> the disclaimer is always needed, though. So the advice was speaking hypothetical. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might get a couple DMs, but you know what I mean. But you know, we do have a great relationship. Like the the, the few of them, we do have a great relationship. But moving forward is like I need to know who you are more so than think who I know you are. Because like I thought I, I thought I found the one one time. She was doing her thing. I'm doing my thing. And it's like, everybody, like, yo, like, this could be it. Right. Month after, like, we about to move together, like, do all that. And then something happened, then another thing happened. It's like, all right, you right. You know, like, this is not for us. But we're still good friends. You right. Know, through it all. Like, she's in a, she, she moved on. Mm-hmm. And I'm still out here doing my thing. And I, I'm supporting her. You know, our relationship is not the same, of course. But you know, if she calls for advice or like help, help, like support. You know, I got that. And she, if I need advice on what she's doing, she give it to me like mm-hmm. that. You know, and it's it's like the next joint I get is the last one, hopefully, because like I'm getting a little 26. Yeah, you start talking about kids. That's why I brought up there. I'm no, like, no, 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 26. I'm 26, but I'm not trying to start having kids. I'm 34. Oh, 34, that's my fine. favorite number. So. Yeah. You should rather plan. Yeah, like, you guys just be out here like, all right, let's start planning for this baby. No. Like, so did you plan anything <laughs> no. else? Like, you know what I mean? Like, nah, okay, man. but that come with age. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because thirty four is a respectable age. Yeah, I agree. 34. I agree. Yep. I feel like you shouldn't go 
to 44, Mm-mm. but you know what I mean? By 34, you, you have an idea as to probably who you who want, you know what I mean, who mm-hmm. you are, and you know mm-hmm. if the situation is definitely for you right. versus just riding the wave. Nah, you know we got to I mean? create the wave because, like, you think, you you, if I had a kid today, I probably would not be here. Like, flat out, or it would be not quiet in this room. Like, it would be a couple wins in this joint. <laughs> <laughs> you know, diaper Can changes. I bring my kid? <laughs> Can I bring my kid? I'll put know. the disclaimer. There was a baby in the live <laughs> But, you know, and another thing about, yo, I ain't gonna lie, I've been seeing a lot of men really posting their kid on social media, which is, like, really dope. So, I'd be, like, inspired. Like, I'm seeing, like, the celebrities, like, DJ Collar relationship with his son. It's so like, cute. Yeah. Like, like that's amazing like because that's like, gold that's that's let's go and that's showing like people at the top that like people like come from inner city yo it's cool being a father right like you know what i'm saying and it's like it's like i think the culture is shifting because like back in the day it was like nah like we just got a baby mom now right. it's like nah like we, that's your responsibility right bro. even right. if y'all not together those your kids like and what mm-hmm. it's funny you said that because like offset and him dropping his album father of four like he made like you know his solo album about mm-hmm. his kids right yeah. so even i thought that was the media tried to make it all about culture yeah mm-hmm. even though but, the media did try to make it about cardi b and mm-hmm. culture but i i respected him as a father and like watching his interviews mm-hmm. when he did his press run i just respected him as a you know a black a young right. black father right. to actually you know take your platform and make it about your kids or make it about being a father you know like right, so i thought because right. he could have definitely made it about him he exactly. could have took that moment and just was like hey here's my solo it's album it's me now. money jewelry and it's <laughs> like no my kids are royalty to me and i want y'all to see me in a different light so i definitely respect that and um he seems like he's maturing a little uh, bit it, it like i don't like the people i listen to like i thought i could only listen to jay-z and now i feel like maturity rap now but like now, two chains album. Is oh like yes, mature. Two chains been on, on a whole another yeah, for like, a while. Oh, I see. I just started back listening to him. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, see. I remember like I grew up like when I first heard of two, two chains. It was like true religion, and I was that was like one of my favorite albums from him. Mm-hmm. But now, like listening to the growth of him now is like cool, and it just showed me like it just shows like yo, no matter where you think you are, how much money or status you got. You still have to keep growing right. within For whatever sure. you're doing. You know, like Jay Z could have stopped at Rockefeller. Like he had money, right. but look at Rock Nation, way bigger. You know, mm-hmm. like look way at bigger. Destiny Child and yeah. look at Beyonce. Like yeah. they grew. Like look at me, me, Hood, Maybach Music. Now look at him. Like, yeah. He forgot the Ti thing. Ti, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So he was definitely shopping around and stuff. So it's like. If you keep going, that's pretty mm-hmm. much the whole entire thing for me. Right. Like you keep going and you keep being like the student, like you said, you mm-hmm. want to be the dumbest person in the room. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you should want to be that person that's soaking it all in. Mm-hmm. So when you go into another room, you can be teaching that room. Right. You know what I mean? It's all about being who you want to be and knowing who you are. Right. We're gonna take a, a quick break, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. You are now back to Cultural Behavior Podcast. Um, I know it's Women's Month. But well, Women's History Month. But I really do want to say, like, after this interview, like, black men are really growing and developing. And I'm like so proud to like not only be sitting here with y'all, but like just to like have this conversation about seeing black men grow as professionals and like you know like tell their story and mm-hmm. and you know speak on trauma and and travel. Like you know, it's amazing to actually see that these hood boys can actually have this potential so like mm-hmm. right, right, i right. really enjoy like you know you sharing your story with us but also just like the idea of like being able to sit down with two black guys that's like really doing great things right. so 100%. 100%. 
just wanted to put that out there. 100%. Um, so thank you so much for pulling up on us. Nah, it's been an honor to, you know, come sit before y'all and just, you know, share a light to the story, but also like support what y'all got going on. For sure. You know, because for it sure. takes a lot to start a vision. You know, a, a lot of our ideas and concepts just live in our brain. Right. Mm-hmm. And then so the act of doing it is like the beauty of it, you know, right. and just trust the process because the process is like rewarding, you know. Right, right. Yeah, so I, sure. I'm really honored to be a, a part of y'all, baby. You know, it, right? It's, it's humbling. Yeah, she's you gonna know? grow, man. right? Yeah. <laughs> it's good that he said she's gonna grow. Go to college. You <laughs> 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 will see her grow right off. For real, it's definitely dope to be able to look back and say like, yo, we we really sat with like some dope people. Right. right. You know what I mean? Already and to watch this episode is gonna be lit because it's like. At the end of the day, we hear people that we relate to mm-hmm. in a million different ways when we sit down to hear their backstory. Right. Like, he don't wear nothing that he went through on his face. Right. You know what I mean? So to hear that, I was shocked. I'm staring at him like, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because people usually get weak when they talk about their childhood and things of that nature. And it's just good that he opened up with us about it, you know. In the and world at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, man. And they heard it here. Right. You know what I mean? So it's lit. I can't wait to talk to you after the TED Talk because yeah, yeah. we got to talk about that. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be reward. It's definitely a rewarding, bro. For sure. So tell the people where they can, like, you know, follow you at, keep up with you in the Overcame Foundation. Yeah, you, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Leno underscore Overcame. Uh, learn more about the foundation is uh, org. My personal website is leonardchester.com and the Overcame's foundations instagram is the ovc foundation the ovc foundation on instagram yeah not twitter and that just i don't got twitter fingers right now i dig it i dig it i've been neglecting twitter myself um but thank y'all for tuning into cultural behavior um obviously check us out on the next episode i'm your girl sincerely jasmine i'm your boy Ed hip and this is cultural behavior thanks for pulling up a seat love the hashtag